Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. <laughs> and I'm my name. Obert. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what oh, happened there, but yeah, I forgot that I was Todd, apparently. And, uh, you know, episode 151, so I hope you brought the big bottles, boys. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We all, 151, you know, just like back in college. Uh, that's you know. right. No, I, I choose I choose to not participate in this. Oh, Todd, you ruined all the fun for everybody. Now we all can't do it because Todd didn't want to. Apparently, you know, I looked into bringing some uh, Bacardi 151 on this podcast uh, for this episode, and they don't make it anymore. I was, um, I don't know, good. sad to learn. No, good. Uh, but good. good riddance. Do you guys, uh, you guys have any memorable, or should I say not memorable, 151 experiences? Yep, and that's why I say good riddance. <laughs> to what any good stories come out of it the, no the only thing that i have is <laughs> okay thanks for sharing <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that i i have is uh back in way back in the day when we used to go to dover every year um we met up with these guys they called called themselves the jersey boys and they used to make their their apple pie moonshine um and basically, oh, they call it, you used to just call it apple pie, but essentially that's what it was. And essentially what they did was just take like apple juice, sugar, cinnamon sticks, and then just like a, a half gallon of Everclear or something like that. Like, and uh, it was very, very delicious, but very, very potent. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I've seen many a people um, and have, have partaken in uh, some of this drinking and, uh, you know, it's, it can hit you pretty hard, but uh, I've seen many a people stumble into trailers and fall down and get in fights and stuff over this. So, and, and while and you probably, say stumble you into trailers, you mean like hit the wall of the trailer, not like stumble oh, yeah. like through like the door of the trailer. Oh no, no, no. I like some I've of the trailers someone, and take a nice little nap and nothing bad happened. Yeah. I've seen someone like just like face first into the door of their, their RV, like just like, <clears throat> and, uh, that was it. Yep. <laughs> now that's uh, that's 190 proof grain alcohol. So we still got 40 oh, episodes shit. for that one. Okay, never mind. In that case, well, I mean, with all the apple juice, maybe it brought it down to that much. That's, but. That's, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it was uh, it was it was good stuff. It was good stuff. But what about you, Ober? Anything? Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> exactly one time we got a bottle of 151. And um, then we learned that was a terrible idea. Well, uh, now you're sad before, that it's gone, but if, it sounds like you don't really care about it. Well, you know, back before I understood how alcohol worked and the right way to consume it, um, when we wanted to get drunk in college, we would just get our friends who were of drinking age to buy bottles of hard liquor. And then we would all line up shot glasses in the dorm room. And uh, just take shots of, of alcohol, of hard liquor, and play video games. And then it'd be like, time for another shot? Sure. You know, no mixed drinks. There was no, like, drinking. It was just getting <laughs> drunk. And um, we used to do this with um, that 99 brand schnapps. You know, we had 99 apples. Yeah, 99 ni- bananas, yeah. 99 yeah. apples. That was the one. Beer. That was the drink of choice. Um, 99 bananas. Eric Moody, if you're listening. Uh, he was the one who always brought that over to the dorm room. But one night we did 151, and um, that stuff burns. 
that extra 52 proof really, uh, <laughs> really, really hits hard. And, uh, you know, there's, there's responsible ways to drink 151, like on fire in the center of a, center of a volcano bowl at a Chinese food restaurant. That's you a good way to drink 151. Bowl? Yeah. Well, there's both scorpion bowl and volcano bowl. Volcano bowl, I think, think is where you. Well, that's where it's like lit on fire, I think. That's more the volcano side of things. But, um, yeah, Picard, you wanted to clean up their image, supposedly. So they discontinued 151. Uh, I guess the flame rester caps didn't really work so well. They were tired of um, people being filmed burning their faces off drinking their product. So <laughs> you, can st- you can still get 151 proof uh, Gosling's black rum, which is an acceptable substitute. You know, there's some, some tiki cocktails where you need some 151. You need that little I- oomph. As I said when we were discussing this before, I, were you guys shocked that that 151 is a rum? Like I didn't know that it was rum. No, I'm a big rum fan, and I'm a I'm a big overproof rum fan. So I wasn't that. I I knew that coming in. But I did, our listeners I might. Know. If you didn't yeah, know, 151 know. is rum. It's made by Bacardi, or what used to be, and now it's yeah. made by um yeah. I think Gosling's the ones with the, the seal on it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's owned by Ryan Gosling. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. that's well, he, that's where he got famous from, is because he has all that that rum money. Gotcha. <laughs> he's, got, he's got all the rum and ginger beer money. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, well, you know, Todd ruined episode one fifty one, so I guess we'll go to handles. I think Bacardi oh. ruined episode one fifty one. Oh, what? Yeah, I guess someone did. It was B- yeah fifty fifty Bacardi Todd. Well, we can't buy it anymore, so it's not like you can blame me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we end this episode like we end them all with uh, <laughs> filling up this frosty mug from our freezer <laughs> with our handles of advice. Jordan, take it away. <laughs> You've got to put the record scratch in here now. I know. That's not a good record scratch. Are we suckling into this? Oh, there we go. That isn't either. Tud's like, I don't have a record scratch, so we have to listen to the whole thing. I can't stop it. <laughs> I can't remove the needle from this oh, record the, player the, of the soundboard. The, the boom is the boom isn't too bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, no, we're not gonna let you guys uh, ourselves slash listeners off that easily. We're, we got a whole we got a whole episode of drinking to do. Yes, we do. Who wants to go up? Who wants to go first? I can go first. I'm happy to go first. I got Take a nice, uh, nice 22 ounce bottle here. Thirty, and I'm thirsty. thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Cause it's beer thirty, and it's time to party. Yeah, baby. All right. So this week, you know, um, I hate to say it, kids. One, why are you listening to a drinking podcast? But two, school's almost back in session. It's end School's of summer. School's out forever. Not much longer. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I had a couple of summery beers I wanted to get in. <laughs> Chris, Chris liked that. That was funny. Um, but, uh, you know, before summer ends, I wanted to drink some summery stuff um, before we get back into our October Festa Palooza, which is... Or, I mean, bef- whatever. I'm Before not going to go down that. <laughs> Before Oktoberfest. Thank you. Um, I was like, which, don't you know that Oktoberfest of Palooza is still happening? <laughs> the other 11 months of the year. That's right. <laughs> um, 
But before we get to Oktoberfest, I wanted to have some more summer beers. So I bring an old favorite of mine onto the podcast, and that's Meadowlark uh, from Sydney, Montana. They, you might remember such favorites of theirs on the show, such as um, Theodore Roosevelt, American Badass from like mm. probably like episode 12. Five-star um, name. Yeah, five-star name for sure. Um, I, they have a like a fungi mushroom beer. I think we had on, um, but this is their peach wheat, uh, fruit wheat ale. And the little caption on the bottom says nature's candy in my hand. Um, the wheat or the, fr- or the peach, uh, the peach, I guess maybe both, maybe wheat's a candy. You can see, I poured it here. We're like single digits, maybe low teens on the SRM scale here. Nice yeah, golden right straw color. Yeah. Um, it's their, uh, Meadowlark fruits and fields series. I'm going to read the, the bottle here. An American wheat beer brewed with malted wheat and fruit concentrate added. This beer starts sweet but finishes with a refreshingly tart smack. It's nature's okay. candy in my hand or can or beer. Um, and then it's the description to throw some shade on some other breweries or other beers that we've seen maybe on this show. The craft beer scene is full of faux fruit beers. You know these beers because the artificial flavoring makes the beers taste like candy, chapstick, or soda pop. Real fruit means real flavor. We carefully blend this American wheat ale with fruit concentrate so as to retain the flavor of the underlying malts and add an accent of sweet, tart fruitiness. Move to the country, eat a lot of peaches, listen to Lump, and beware of ninjas. Gonna move to the country, gonna eat a lot of peaches. Oh, I'm surprised you had that drop ready. That was pretty good. <laughs> Peaches come from a man. No, from come from a can. Shit. <laughs> oh, more glitches with the soundboard, I guess. But um, already have it poured here. Nice, you know, nice little lacing on the, the glass. Not getting a ton of peach aroma. Smells just like a wheat ale. But I'm excited to, to jump right in here. Now, while you're drinking. Red Solo Cup. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. Drunk Toby Keith wanted to come along and, and sing to you. I was planning on putting in like the good one in post, but we can call him Drunk Toby Keith if you want. I'm looking for a bottled on date on here. I'm not seeing it. Hopefully this is this year's, but it tastes a little, you know, I love metal. Like, I don't know if this is up to their standards. It tastes a little off, just a little, I don't know. It does taste a lot like peaches. I should st- stand there and say, or I should start there and say, maybe those off flavors, it's just like, it's not like that artificial peach ring. I love those though, those peach candy ring things. It doesn't taste like that. It tastes like peaches. Um, hmm. It's just a little bit earthier and less sweet. Maybe that's what my initial uh, off-putting taste was. It's just a little earthier than I was expecting. So dirty peaches. Just like maybe they needed... A couple more days before they were really ripe peaches. Okay. You know, it's just like they weren't, they're not that juicy, super sweet peach, but a little underripe peach. That's a good descriptor for this beer. Um, but yeah, it's a good wheat ale, four and a half percent. Um, this is a good uh, cornhole beer, I would say. If you're out playing some cornhole, have one of these. I do like you Bago. Know? It's a very, it's a very fun game. I always, I was, you're not a I'm cornhole. curious. I'm always curious when people use cornhole versus bago versus bags. I'm like, can't we just have like one name for this? I this think game? most of the rest of the country calls it cornhole. 
I know some of my friends call it Bagel. That's what I always used to call it, but I guess I've assumed that the rest of the country says it the right way. Um, let us know in the Discord which one. I know I, I say cornhole, but I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna put a poll. React with a corn emoji or a hole <laughs> emoji. No, a corn emoji or a bag. They must have a bag. I don't know. Sometimes there's a lot of emojis. They don't always have the ones that I need. You know, <laughs> we have like that four different true. sushi emojis, but there's no like plastic bag emoji. <laughs> I don't know. But um, yeah, vote in the discord. What do you call it? I want to know what our listeners call it. But um, regardless, this beer would be um, it would be a good beer to have with that. Uh, I've gotten over my little initial off taste, but it's it's less sweet. It's less artificial peachy than I thought it was going to be, even after reading that wonderful description. Well, it is nature's candy, so you can't expect nature's candy to not have earthy tastes to it. That's true. Otherwise, it would be Willy Wonka's candy. Correct. Not good enough for a four for me. Um, I'll say it's a, a three seven five. It's okay. Maybe you know on the low end of that. Maybe I round it up to three seven five, but three seven five nonetheless. And so, checking it on Untapped, uh, there are four hundred and sixty-eight check-ins. Okay. All right. Um, 468 for Meadowlark. Hmm. It's definitely going to be sub four. That's for sure. I think it's going to be a 3.70. So close. Okay. It is a 3.64. Mm. Okay. That's that's pretty close. Yeah. It is that's pretty close. That's like kind of what I was thinking my internal rating would be. But um, 3.64 and I said 3.70. So let me write my 0.06 on the board. Put it on the board. Put it on the I board mean, for now. Respectable. Respectable. This is like is. this is like an eighty-five cent on prices, right? I feel like. <laughs> on the big At least you're on the board. Uh, yeah, it's hard to not be on the board on the first guess. But. That is true. <laughs> but That's yeah, Meadowlark, they do good stuff. I don't always get it around here. Um, I was debating on between this and I have a grapefruit rattler that I wasn't sure which one to bring on the pod today. But one with the peach wheat figured um, a little different than what we normally do. Just a simple fruit beer with not a lot in it. Um, you know, metal like keep doing your thing. Someday, maybe I'll get to your brewery. I don't know when I'll make it over to Sydney, but, um, well, you know. Australia's kind of far. Yeah. Well, I could probably, you could probably fly to Australia from LA faster than I could drive, faster than I could get to Sydney in any form of transportation. So, <laughs> but, right. um, man, all this talking about beer, all this listening to me talk about beer, I'm sure has made one of you thirsty. Yeah, I, I will um I will go next. Okay. Todd, take it away. And I'm drinking well, you know that you're my friend and I'll say I think I'll have myself a beer. So this week I wanted to do something a little bit different and um you know not not bring us an IPA to the podcast. Uh so I too brought a wheat beer. Um but this one is a smoked wheat beer with Ooh. So it's a it's it's from Fox Farm, our favorite Connecticut brewery, and it's called Gradziski, a Polish-style smoked wheat beer with live oak brewing. Uh, it's 16-ounce can. It's 3.2% ABV, so a, a really good, you know, light-drinking beer. And I have absolutely no idea what to expect from this. So, quick question. Is live oak the name of a brewery, or is it brewed with live oak? I don't know. Okay, it doesn't say I've on never the side heard of the can. No, I've never heard of Live Oak Brewing, if there is a brewery, but it does not say the brewery anywhere else. It says brewed and packaged at Fox Farm Brewing LLC in Salem, Connecticut. Hmm. I just hope that they like hollowed out a tree somewhere 
and are uh, brewing inside of a tree. That would be cool. I mean, they did make that massive cool ship. So it's possible that maybe they have like an oak that's, cool ship. That's what they're calling live oak, even though, you know, I don't know. It's not like it's still growing. It's a tree. Maybe. Um, I think I that's what it's got to so. be. I think it's got to be this smoked cool ship type beer. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited to just hear about it. So I poured it into my glass. Um, it looks very similar to, to that of what Obert was drinking, where it's, yeah, they're almost the same color. Mm-hmm. Uh, so very, very clear. Um, looks very Bud Lighty, which doesn't surprise me, being being that it's a 3.2% ABV. Uno momento, por favor. Dude, let me take a picture. Oh, shit. I went to 12% this past weekend. I didn't bring my coupons. That's the worst. Yeah, they're like $5 off. I have three of them. It's the worst when you, like, save the coupon. Like, I don't know. It feels so much worse than just, like, losing $5. You're like, I specifically cut this coupon, saved it for the next time I was going to go. Left it at home. I think coupon is the wrong word. It is. I coupon? Think it's, no, it's, uh, it's, um, <laughs> it's, they're like, they're called norm bucks. So they're, you know, just free $5. I don't think they expire. It looks like you have 15 warm bucks. I do. That's so why I said I have three of them. Oh, wow. I have three $5 coupons. Yeah. You could get a photocopier out and make as many norm bucks as you wanted to. That is true. <laughs> they all have different codes in the back, though. Mm. Just makeup codes. They're counterproof. They're counterfeit proof. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So on the nose, I do smell a lot of, like, a lot of, like, smoky oak. Um, kind of smells like a campfire. Uh, that's like sitting on top of a of a Bud Light. So I, I do smell like that standard, just you know, lager t- type smell, and then it's got a lot of like charcoal type smell on top. Uh, head stuck around for a very long time. It's left some nice lacing on the glass now. Ooh, ooh, huh. So it's very sharp. Um, it's very bubbly, very distinct. The carbonation is 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 in the forefront. It's extremely refreshing from that standpoint. But the flavor. I feel like I took a piece of, of wood that had gone out like the night before from a fire and put it in my mouth. Like, all I taste is... Charcoal? Like, yeah. Like, it's just... It tastes like 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 a smoked fire. Hmm. Huh. And like, even, like okay. even the aftertaste is smoked fire. Is it like a Rausch beer? Or like... But it's lighter than that in terms of its its body. It is lighter than that. Uh, very much so. It's a 3.2%, as I said. Uh, and it's not very thick. Um, I, I mean, this would be an easy chugging beer. Except for the, the, the smokiness. Like, it tastes... Like, when you when you get a, a stout and it says smoked stout, you expect there to be, like, a, a hint of smokiness. But this is, like... Like, if you got, like, a s'mores beer, like, this is what I would expect the s'mores, like, smokiness to, to taste like. No, so, so, so some, uh... So as I'm drinking this, um, some fun... 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 Fun facts about the Grodziski style of beer is it's a historical beer from poland that is typically made from smoke or oak smoked wheat malt the beer can be described as having a clear light golden color and high carbonation a low alcohol content and low to moderate levels of hot bitterness and a strong smoke flavor and aroma which is this is exactly all those words are the best way to describe this beer the beer was nicknamed the the polish champagne because of its high carbonation levels and because it was valued as a high quality beverage to be used for special occasions grodziski is brewed from a wheat malt that has been dried by circulating oak smoke through the grains so from the very beginning of the the brewing process these grains have been smoked Hmm. that's 
That's pretty cool. I, I actually, I think I saw someone post about this on Facebook, and I, I was fairly certain it was this beer, but uh, they called it the Polish Champagne, so I wanted to make sure it was that's what it was called. I, <laughs> this I exact like that Fox Farm beer, or yeah, just the yeah. style. One oh, of the okay. one of the one of the Facebook groups that I still clutch onto the Connecticut beer scene with. Um, but yeah, um, very interesting style. I don't know if I've ever had. I've had Roush beers, or however you say them. Those are smoky as well, but. Yeah, these this is more smoky. Like take the okay. Roush beer and turn it up by like five notches, six notches. Like it's all I taste and all I taste after it is smoke. All I taste during it is smoke. Um there's no bitterness. But it like I said, it is very bubbly. I noticed that like right away as soon as I drank it. And I had no idea about what this beer was. Um but it is it's very bitey like a champagne, like those like tiny little bubbles on your tongue, the Pringles, as Chris would call them. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um no, this is good though. It's if from now on when I I'm gonna be really upset because now when I see like smokiness in other beers, I know it's never gonna be this smoky. Um, I can get so down. You like with this how beer. smoky it is. Yeah, it's very weird. But after like you adjust to it, I'm like a big fan. Um, hmm. I do like I do like smoking meats. You know, I have I'm a big fan of having fires and stuff. So this is like right up my alley. This this tastes like what you would imagine. Like you know when you're done with a campfire, you have that campfire smell on you, and it's like in your hair and in your clothes. This is what that tastes like. Yeah, that doesn't sound very appealing to me. I like having <laughs> fires too, but the smoke is my least favorite part of the fire. Uh, yeah, same. Yeah, but, I, I mean, I don't I don't disagree that it's the worst part, but it's still like that that old smoke flavors like what this tastes like it's pretty good interesting well, that's so weird i gotta look for one of these what is it grad gradziski gradziski okay i gotta look for a gradziski beer i gotta talk to my local brewers around the area and ask them if they want to make a my my local brewers slash smokers and ask them if they want to make a gradziski style because <laughs> it's cool i mean it's like very rare that we have a style of beer on that none of us have ever heard of before you know yeah. yeah, no, that's true. It's 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 crazy. Yeah, I miss I miss Fox Farm. <laughs> I do too, and that's why when I was down that way, I had to stop and and get some because I mean, how often do you get a chance to to go to Fox Farm when you live on the other side of the state? Do you really live on the other side of the state, or do you live like an hour north of Fox Farm? Uh, fun fact: I found out the other day that I live equal distance from both um, by time and by mileage. From both Fox Farm and Counterweight. I don't know how that's possible, but I, I live like 46 miles from both. And it takes me about 45 minutes to get to each. Uh, it's significantly go. easier to get to Fox Farm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I miss Fox Farm. Uh, we've talked about them so much on this show. But I love to hear, see they're doing new stuff. You know, I love their old classics, but that's cool that they're experimenting with some wilder styles as well. And I mean that in a literal wild sense with their cool ship. Yeah. Yeah, they're 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 fantastic. Um, every time I'm down that way, I got to get one. I just noticed right now they have a new beer that's a blend of barley wine and stout aged in rye whiskey barrels. Um, that I might have to go down there and try that. Yeah, that sounds like it's that that one sounds like it's right up my my alley. Um, so overall, I would give this beer. I'm gonna give it a four. I think this is a solid drinking beer. If they sold this in thirty packs and in, in like package stores, I would probably never buy a Bud Light again. I'd probably buy this. I could drink this a lot. Solid four, you said. Interesting. Okay. I missed that for a second. I'm glad I picked it up because I was looking up this beer on Untapped, and the first thing that pops up when you type in Grodziski is a Grodziski with close to 4,000 check-ins from Live Oak Brewing Company out of Austin, Texas. Ooh. So it sounds like this is some kind of a, weir- a collab, um, and Live Oak is a 
Texas brewery, which is cool. Um, you know, I don't know if it's the same beer that they have, but... Um, is it Live Oak Brewery or Live Oak Brewing? Live Oak Brewing Company. So this just says Live Oak Brewing. It does not say company. Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, 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 saw, I see a Fox Farm check-in too. Did you see that one? Yeah, I have I have it up, and, oh. it, and actually under that it has that as a collaboration brewery. Okay, okay. as well. Yep. Okay, so. so it was a collaboration. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, I like this. I mean, it's it's good. Um, makes me kind of upset that it was a collaboration because that means that I probably won't get it again. Um, now I wish I would have bought more of these. I only bought one because I didn't know if I would like it. Um, I'm gonna guess how many check-ins are there? There are 276 check-ins. It's not a lot. Um, I'm gonna guess 4.0. Oh, 0.7. It's a 3.89. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. People don't tried, to build in, tried to build in the Fox Farm hop pipe. Mm-hmm. I did. I yeah. did. So that means that it's it's really, people actually think of it as lower than a 3.89. Oh, to be honest, it sounds like it would be easy to be turned off of the spear, especially if you just had a sampler or if you were, like, not a fan of smoke. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. You I, know? I guess I should have kind of taken that into effect that it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because, like, I like smoky beers, but I feel like, like, you're saying you could drink a 30-pack of them. I don't know if I could do that now. It just, But I like smoked beers, but just, I, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of smoke. <laughs> I, I think you could do it. I also think that given your current um, your current voice situation, that the, the extra bubbles <laughs> would help clear that out pretty oh, well for it you. Would, it would See, clean I think it he out. already has a pretty smoky voice with the, the it's situation. It's very smoky. But... I know. This, this thing is uh, it's, it's a lady magnet. Something. <laughs> there is one sentence I wanted to just read from their description on Untapped, and it says that um, undoubtedly no other brewery has done more to advance the style here in the states, both in their execution, understanding, and presentation than Live Oak. We were thrilled when they agreed to work with us on this project. So that's interesting. Um, it sounds like they're really the ones behind reviving it, and uh, they're like I said, there's around four thousand check-ins from the Live Oak one, but it only is a three point two seven from them. So I Ooh. think it is, yeah, a very polarizing beer for sure. Where and you said it's where in Texas again? Austin. Oh, okay. So I might have to, uh, I might have to seek this place out next time I'm in Austin and go check it out. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd love to have this. I'd love to uh, hear more about this this style and this brewery. It's uh, it, this sounds like the type of brewery that I would like because I would just I'd be interested in going there and trying all the unique styles of beer that they have. So um, now that I'm done, Chris. Que pasa S2 Bebe and La Boca. How else would he Bebe it other than in his Boca? Un Batax. <laughs> I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. All right, Chris, what are you butt-chugging this week? <laughs> I don't think it's that. Also, your Spanish is not great. <laughs> hey, yeah, wait, I got the point across, didn't I? If there was a sp- I, I mean, if, to be fair, you did. To be if fair, there was did. a Spanish speaker, they would have understood what I was asking you. You knew it was Spanish. <laughs> right? Also I true. Mean, you got to give him credit for that. You weren't like, your friend. is that French? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Oh, oh, oh wee wee. Well, as as we've alluded to already, I've been sick for the last seemingly forever. I feel like I'm never going to get better. So um, this is how I sound now, and my voice always sounds like this, and my throat always hurts. It's always it's fun. the COVID. I think but, our listeners you know, can attest that you have been on the show 
is being sick more than any other co-host. I have no idea what is wrong with me. Like literally, I was talking to Dana this year, and I was like, or the other day, or whatever. <laughs> this this year, sometime <laughs> in my existence, I was talking to my wife. And good, I was good like, job. I've been I've been sick so much this year. I have no idea what's going on with me. I feel like I'm dying. Um, and every time it's like, nope, you don't have COVID. I'm like, then I don't know what this is. I'm like, whatever this is is worse than COVID. You like, do have uh, two children that like to eat things that fell on the ground. So that is that is true. That is true. And they're my favorite people and all that fun stuff. But you know, I have I have exactly what the doctor ordered. Ha ha ha. Um, the random beer that I picked up in a four pack. Uh, but it's it's my uh, my pulp prescription. Oh, look at that! It's right. Look so, at what the doctor ordered is right. It's exactly what I needed. So, um, uh, but pulp prescription from Suffolk Punch Brewing, um, and as you can see there, <laughs> dosage one pint taken orally. See, no butt chugging here. <laughs> five point eight percent ABV. Uh, directions for use sit passionately sit passionately repeat as needed so um well tell us about the can what does the can look like so basically it just it kind of looks like a it's it's just an orange label it looks like it would be a uh label that would be or a uh a medicine prescription bottle. a medicine bottle it, yeah, yeah it looks like a pill bottle yeah with a label on it and everything it's got px or rx up in the top so um and it does that, say no doctors R. were yeah, I, I, it said it looked like a P, but then I noticed the X was part of it. And I was like, and it does say no doctors were consulted in the making of this beer, but they did drink some. So that's just oh. as good. It's just as good. So it's a New England IPA, double dry hopped with uh, citra hops and heaps of oats. So let's see. Let's see how this is. Uh, make me all better. All right. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, let me see. Head dissipated pretty quickly, but it does kind of look like a hazy, light, not quite orange juice. Maybe like a grapefruit juice, hazy grapefruit juice. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm I, I'm looking forward to feeling better. So thank you, Doctor Doctor Suffolk Punch Brewing. Doctor Feel Good. Doctor Feel Good. <laughs> there it is. Uh, so let's see how it is. Uh, this double dry hop goodness. So I said grapefruit juice, and honestly, that's what I get. I get grapefruit juice. Um, I get, I don't get a ton. Now this, again, sick. So mine, you know, keep that in mind. But I don't get a ton of the orange, the, the orangey they were talking about. I mean, it's possible that your taste buds are just so screwed up. I mean, they hadn't been screwed up, but you know, it is what, it is a beer. I haven't had a beer in almost a week. Oh no. Um, okay. I got a little bit more that time, but it's good. I mean, it's got some tartness to it. Um, you know. Uh, I, I stand by grapefruit. I definitely get a lot of grapefruit throughout the whole sip. At the very front, you can get some of that orange, some of the orange. Um, the tartness doesn't fade. Uh, it just stays pretty tart throughout the whole thing. Not super sweet, but that's okay. You know, it doesn't need to be sweet. Um, it is a very solid beer, though. Um, I've never been to Suffolk Punch, but they're they're right down the road in Charlotte. Maybe I'll have to stop by. And, uh, yeah, this get, is actually... Gotta get a referral. Oh, that's right. Damn it. <laughs> or else my insurance yeah. won't cover it. Yeah, yeah it's probably outside, it might be outside a network. Son of a biscuit. Um, but I mean, it is it is very good. Is it what the doctor ordered? I think so. I think so. Um, I mean, other than that, we've talked about it a million times. How else to describe a new hazy New England IPA? It's not super thick, um, so no lactose, nothing like that in this thing. But um, that but that's not it doesn't that doesn't matter. It's a very very solid um, uh, New England IPA. And uh, a silver medal winner at the U.S. Open Beer Championship. Hmm. 
Ooh. So medalist. I never heard of that. The U.S. And Open Beer Championship. Me neither. I wonder who the was the second gold. most famous U.S. Open that I there is. <laughs> Maybe third. Um, but yeah, it's it's a solid it's a solid beer. Um, I'm gonna give it a four. Uh, I like grapefruit juice, so I'm probably the minority when it comes to grapefruit juice. I don't know how people feel about grapefruit. I, I like love it, it though. but you're not oh. supposed to mix it with your medication. So. Oh really? Damn it! Wait, well, oh. this is the medication though, so. Right. I don't know. Who Maybe knows? that's why. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor like Suffolk Punch Brewing, but um, so but uh, it's it's solid. I think it's I think I'll give it a four. Um, I mean, um, how to improve it? Maybe if I was not sick, I could give a better. I could give a better uh, something recommendation. More orange, more orange, right? More orange. Oh, yeah, more orange. <laughs> here, here, more orange. This beer needs to be orangier. <laughs> more orange, less grapefruit. But I like grapefruit. But you know, more orange though. So I'm looking at the um, at the the U.S. Open Beer Championship. It apparently is one of the top three beer competitions in the USA. So this is arguably like top six. Where is it, Ted? It is Charlotte? Oxford, Atlanta? Ohio. Oh, really? Hmm. Yep. Wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> Oxford, Ohio. I'm trying to see what year your guy won. Nope, it's not what I wanted. To do. One silver. It is. Do we know what? What category it would be under? Hazy or New England style, maybe? Fake medicines uh. category? <laughs> Is there a category for just feeling good? Why can't I search? <laughs> I don't know why you made the shortcut for uh, the Jaws sound effect to be spacebar on your soundboard, but... Oh, God. <laughs> no, I can't do... It won't let me search... <laughs> Oh, God. All right, I found it. It's so, good loading music, at least. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it did come in. It did come in silver in 2020. It lost out to uh, under the New England Juicy IPA category. It lost out to Alfin Hayes Hazy IPA by Icicle Brewing out of Washington, and it beat out the Yard Breather by the Dream Chasers Brewery out of North Carolina. Oh, there you go, North Carolina taking two out of the three top spots in that category. <laughs> kind of weird not a single brewery from connecticut placed and not a single brewery from montana oh no wait hang on montana had a had one placement oh montana had a few never mind uh brown lab by vizsal brew or vizal brewing never heard of them uh, the chihuahua stout by vizsal brewing where is this brewery from can you tell us or no it doesn't say it just says montana just montana and then accomplice or the mini we by accomplice beer company uh my Ruka by Draftworks Brewery. My Ruka's okay. And then double the double block by Bayern Brewing. Bayern is good. I've had them on the the podcast. They're like just German styles. So those so Montana actually represented a, a lot. Connecticut, not a single one. I North think Carolina's it's flawed, out here a ton. Flawed U.S. Open. If there's no Connecticut uh, medalists, you know they make some of the best beer in the country. How are they not uh, 
not placing anywhere. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Uh, Could be the fact that they don't let anyone from Connecticut into the state of Ohio. Vizsla Brewing is out of um, Harv. Harvey? Haver. Haver. That's where it is. Good to know. It's middle of nowhere, Montana. So all of Montana. Well, no, we're on the west end of nowhere over here. That's like the middle oh, okay. of nowhere. Yeah. But anyway, um, Chris, you gave it a four. Yep. Yep. Um, untapped averse. Well, let me tell you how many check-ins we got here. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, yeah, there's yeah. exactly 1,000. Is there really? You got it up? I think they're going to like it. I think they're going to like it. It's a silver medal winner. That's pretty good. Um, 4.13. Why not? Well, it's a high guess. Yeah, it's a very high guess. What are you seeing? So I'm seeing a 3.83. That's what I see as well. So. Okay. Okay. Same I'm, average, different number of check-ins. Same average, <laughs> 300 missing check-ins. Probably is actually supposed to be a 4.1, whatever Chris said. That's how I think. I think those are the three hanging chads or whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, apparently I liked it more than Untapped did. That's okay. I'm okay with it. Yeah, they are. I blame um, it. Blame it on the sickness. That's why I'm taking. That's why I'm taking my meds. It is. It does appear to be their highest rated beer. Um, uh, that has more than 316 check-ins. There's, on on uh, Obert's Untapped. On my Untapped. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Now we have different Untaps. Yeah. So it seems like they they really haven't broke the four barrier. Okay. Um, huh. Suffolk Punch, get get it together. Get better get it, fans. Get it together. I mean, maybe are, they're a new guys, brewery. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe they are. I'd never heard of them. Um, they're not mentioned much when you talk about Charlotte Brewing. I mean, there's there's 37 breweries in Charlotte, but oh, no one's ever mes- mentioned them before. They have a stout that's pretty highly rated. Does it it's not over a four. Does it have 316 check-ins? No, it has 168. But it could, as far as we know, it could be the same one between the all, two. All I'm saying is that it looks like they're relatively new. Besides, besides that first one, huh? Okay. Well, hey, I'm, I'm can okay art is cool though. Yeah, if they sell prescription beer, I'm all for it. You know, that's 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 a that's a, a medical industry I can get behind. Prescription beer. Refer <laughs> to prescription marijuana. <laughs> we need prescription beer. That's what we need. We need it now. Um. Well, I actually, you know, before we declare a winner of the podcast, I do have a fun article here that uh, I was sent in to us by a listener of the show. Who sent it in, Chris? Uh, Craft Handler. Craft Handler. Oh, yeah. Our buddy Brandon. Uh, thanks, as always, for sending us fun stuff to talk about. If you've come across something funny or interesting send it over to us either on the discord the email the instagram uh we check all that stuff so um but this is an interesting one of particular interest to chris or maybe 21 year old chris (laughs) yep this is an article from 20 year old chris that was the year before he could drink yeah but uh article from cnbc.com pepsico and boston beer to create alcoholic mountain dew drink (laughs) <laughs> yep. Yeah, looks like we got a couple flavors here, but um, get right into this this article here. They're teaming up to create an alcoholic version of Mountain Dew. It's supposed to hit shelves early 2022, um, and I think they're just calling it Hard Mountain Dew. Um, yeah, it, it seems like Boston Beer Company is going to brew the product, and then Pepsi will sell, deliver, and market the product. Yeah, huh. um, but... Uh, did Ma- when when did Mountain Dew drop all the vowels and just go to MTN? Is that have they been doing that for a while? It's been a long time now. Okay. Yeah. Is that the same yeah. Dew with the new view? Um, Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but it looks same like they're going to be five percent um, ABV, 
Zero sugar. Um, Healthy. Yep. Uh, apparently, it follows an announcement from Rifle Coca-Cola that it's going to create a Topo Chico hard seltzer. That is delicious so, seltzer. Have you had it? Topo Chico? Yeah. Topo Chico is fantastic. But you haven't had um, the Topo Chico hard seltzer. No, I could just speak for the normal seltzer that it's really good. Okay. Well, Topo Chico's going with, um, and Coke are going with through Molson Coors. So, Probably won't want um, to drink it then. Yeah, but, you know, I trust Boston Beer Company a little bit more. And it looks like Pepsi's also got a trademark application in to sell Rockstar hard seltzer as well. So <laughs> oh, you man. can see the demo they're going for here. Um, all the all the Gen whateversers that have, grew up downing Monster Energy drinks are now of drinking age. And yeah. Just... It's Rockstar Mountain Dew. <laughs> Rockstar Mountain Dew, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently Mountain Dew holds 7% market share in um, carbonated soft drinks, which is interesting. The whole Mountain Dew brand. Um, but uh, apparently beer, beer volume, beer sales have been down 2.8% um, as a whole this year, even though total alcohol consumption has increased by its highest rate in nearly two decades. So people are drinking less beer, and I think some of that is the shift to the hard seltzers. So... Well, it says it says in this article that uh, back in when Boston Beer Company announced their results for the second quarter, um, their share sales fell twenty six percent after disappointing demand for the hard seltzer market dried the company's quarterly earnings down. Which is interesting because I still think that Truly's are the best hard seltzers out on the market, and it's just interesting that in the middle of summer, they the demand for their hard seltzers would be down. Yeah, I think maybe it was just a fad, you know. They had a really good year in 2020. People are sick of drinking the clear bubbly stuff, and they want the less clear bubbly stuff. <laughs> but yeah, um, looks like we have regular Mountain Dew, uh, black cherry flavor, and watermelon flavor. Um, why they don't make watermelon flavor soft Mountain Dew, I don't know. They should do they that. Actu- they actually do now. No way. Really? Yep. Pink yep. Dew? Yep. Yep. It's, uh, I think it's new this year. Okay. Um, yeah. How is Whenever it? Have you see- tried it? Bring it on the show. It's, it's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, <laughs> it's not the OG. Whenever I see a new Mountain Dew, I'm like, I got to try it. You got to try, try it. it. You have to I try the try new it. Dew. I got to try the new Dew. Uh, I'm a sucker for new things. Like if it's like a soda or a candy or like a treat like that, that a brand that I know and I trust. I'm like, they're putting Reese's Pieces inside of Reese's Snickers bars. I got to try this. You know, <laughs> I'm like, whenever they, whenever they try something new, I'm like... What is this? An all lime version of Seven Up? I need to. I need to have this. What See, was I the, feel like I'm... the upside down Seven Up? D D N L D N L D N L. Yeah. Um, I, I I gotta say I'm the exact opposite when it comes to like things like soda and candies and stuff. I only stick with the ones I know. I don't usually, unlike beer, I don't usually venture out and try different things outside of beer, which is interesting. New is better. That's how I feel. That's why we have this podcast, because I'm always looking for the new beer. You know, if if I was a guy who didn't like the new stuff, I'd still be drinking Keystone Light. Hey, Keystone tells you to have a good time. <laughs> I'm oh, sure he man. does. <laughs> well, um, that, that, trust me, if, I, if this were around when I turned 21, or maybe before I turned 21, I probably would have started drinking earlier if this were around oh, yeah. before I turned 21. <laughs> this, if, this were, if this were around 15 years ago, I would be... I would be in a college, uh, high school, someone's with a case of the, the hard mountain dews. This is definitely going to cause more high school boys to be drinking than uh, 
if than they would if this didn't exist. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm like I'm like low key excited to try it. I I don't oh, yeah. know what I expect. I don't know what I expect. But could you imagine if there was like a a taste alike alcoholic Mountain Dew? I, my life would be I would be I would be homeless. I'd be homeless. I'd You'd be right back I'd, right back on that wagon. I'd be right back on, but there's zero sugar, so I'd be svelte. I'd be oh. fucking in, in so, <laughs> such good shape. So you're telling me, are, sh- are you saying that you're going to retire from beer drinking when these come out, and you're going to get in super jacked if, shape? If they're if they're exact taste alike for the original Mountain Dew with zero su- with zero sugar and five percent alcohol, I don't know, guys. What if it tastes like diet do? <laughs> Welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where two co-hosts try and review beer while a third co-host gets drunk on Hard Mountain Dew and heckles them. <laughs> I think that's when we move to Joe Rogan calls us daddy. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, I um, for me, I don't think it's going to be a face your beers. It's not going to be a face your beers segment. I'm, I think I'm going to be excited to try them out and just never then never buy them again. I th- yeah. that's my prediction for how realistically this is go. that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, then they won't be anything I expect, and then. Uh, but for sure, they will sell me a can. That's without a doubt. Oh, yeah. 100%. So you I, don't hope, think that, that I hope that's what their projections are. One can per person. Yeah. So you don't think that in a world where it might taste like Diet Mountain Dew, that it might be worth drinking all the time? Diet Mountain Dew isn't bad. It's not bad. It's not the original. I, I, wasn't I, carrying, I wasn't carrying cases of Diet Mountain Dew into parties. I have, <laughs> I have a feeling it's going to taste like eerily similar to Diet Mountain Dew. That's just my hunch. You might be right. Or the Mountain Dew Zero Sugar that they just came out with. How is that yeah. not Diet Mountain Dew? It's nah. I don't know. I have no. I listen. I don't know. <laughs> they just <laughs> actually. I, I I think Diet Mountain Dew has calories. Well, this one's not zero calories, just zero sugar, right? Right. You I do not sugar. It's calorie. I don't calories are more than just sugar. I don't get the salt. You know, they rebrand. They remarket their diet sodas all the time. There's Pepsi Max. There's Coke Zero. Like is Pepsi Max more flavor? It's like. <laughs> It's like that's like one hundred and fifty percent of sugar. Like I don't get it. They all taste like not good soda to me. But I don't know. I have hopes. Good this, old Mountain Dew. This good old Mountain Dew. Um, well, that's one we should get on the sound drop, the soundboard yeah, right. for for the, our Mountain Dew episode. Yes, we should. The one fuse it our few. I think it's that time, guys, where we um, we all as a group honk for the person who got closest and earns that that. That glorious tally mark. Which, you actually uh, got a look, slash this time. Looking at, looking at the board, looks like it's me catching up. Honk, honk, honk. Honk, 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 honk. honk, 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 honk. Me and Jordan honk, honk, honking honk. together. Honk, honk, honk. Um, yeah, look at that. It almost sounds like like if you like loop this around, you can make like a like a beat out of it. Honk, honk, honk. Honk, 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 honk. I hope it makes it honk, into honk, our honk, next honk, uh, honk, honk, Mug of Wisdom song. Honk, honk, honk. Honk, 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 honk. But uh, it's it's almost like bad to the bone, just sung with honks. <laughs> to me, it sounds honk, honk. like that old like ringtone that was like the piano that was like um, you know, the one, the iPhone one. Yeah. God, do you know what? I before we go to handles, I needed to to vent a little bit. I think if iPhones let you let you use good ringtones, people wouldn't. They wouldn't have transitioned to just being on all vibrate all the time. You try and find like a good ringtone on your on your iPhone. You can't. There's like yeah, you can. forty different styles of garbage on your no, iPhone. No, you can get you can get any ringtone you want. You just have to pay for it. 
You got to use an app. It's not like built in to the, no. the operating system. No, it is. You what do you got to do through iTunes? Is that what you do? You you go you if you go to the Apple Store or the iTunes. Hang store. on, hang on, hang on. Let's let's play the song and then let's make this your handle. Okay. okay. All right, Jordan. Tell me, tell me what it is. Jo- Jordan, fr- uh, fr- play us the song about the frosty mug with the life advice, whatever. Go. He's so excited. <laughs> Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of wisdom. Drink. Mug of wisdom. Jordan, wreck my podcast. Um, I'm going to put a link in our description not to subscribe to his podcast, but to his email address. Click on that. It'll pop up. You just type right in there what you had for breakfast. Hit send. They'll love that. Um, but anyway, what were you saying, Todd? Yeah, so I guess, I guess I'll throw in my other handle for the week, and I'll go to this one. If you go this is into- way more important. The people out there are <laughs> needing to know now how they can get their favorite song on their phone so everyone in the room can know when they're getting a phone call yeah so if you go to the itunes store and you hang just on, click hang on, s- on itunes store i just asked if i need to use itunes you said yes. no yes you go to itunes store is that an app i should have well yeah it's 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 purple oh i deleted that one. Oh well that would be how why. do i get so it back gotta, i think you have to go to the app store okay okay all right keep talking so you go there and then you just search in the search bar for ringtones or you search for like the, the song that you want and just search for ringtones. And then at the top, there's an option that says ringtones. So for example, if you wanted to have Red Solo Cup, you would search that and then you can click on ringtones and you can have this as your ringtone. And now that's just a generic one, but you can also do the real one too, where. Let's solo cup. Uh-huh. I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. And so you can download it. It costs $1.29, and it's a 30 second ringtone that you can put anywhere on your phone. So, for example, the, the, the sounds on my phone, my ringtone is currently. The Mandalorian theme song. Did you pay money for that one? I did. Okay. And my te- my text message theme is the horn from the Mandalorian. Okay. So can you make it so that whenever Chris and I text you, it says Red Solo Lookup? Uh, I think so. That's cool. Little did I know, the app that I uninstall immediately from my iPhone every time I get a new iPhone was actually the right way to go about <laughs> it was, getting it was the, ringtones. It's, uh, the thing it was is, the you got to pay money for it. the entire time. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, the fact yeah, but that you, you used can't to have, do it for free. You used to have to pay money for them back in the day anyways. You mm. could, I could tell you how to sideload a ringtone too if you really wanted mm. to go through the complicated process of downloading iTunes onto your computer, plugging your phone into your computer, and then dragging it in there and putting it in the right spot inside your, your Oh, that's what I... Do people not do that? That's how I get music on my phone. So you could so you could do that with ringtones then too. I mean, you could oh, you could always there we go. You could always rip it with with Audacity um, and upload it in the proper format and throw it into your phone, and then you'd have a ringtone. Well, then I'm gonna get clipped, Tud, saying something hilariously inappropriate, <laughs> and uh, have it, my phone say that every time that Tud texts me. I think that's a good. I think that's great. I didn't know that's this. This is good handle for at least one person. Well, as long as it makes you happy, Obert, I am happy to to let you know. Yeah, I really appreciate that. And, uh, you know, I hope there's someone out there who also was enthusiastic about ringtones in the last decade. And then we all decided to make the shift to never letting our phones make noise again. But uh, (laughs) maybe it's time to bring it back, you know? Maybe. The reason I changed up my ringtone is because when I have headphones on at work... Um, and like say I'm not listening to music or whatever, I needed a, a ringtone that did not A, blast my ears out, and B, was also noticeable um, if it was happening. So I chose one that was very distinct, but also not super loud. Gotcha. Yeah, so I think it's a, sudden, a subtle art to, to picking out the right ringtone that's appropriate in all situations, and uh, I don't think Red Solo Cup is that is that ringtone for me. But it might be for you. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Chris, ringtones, how do you feel about them? I don't have one, or I do. I don't know. I Your ringtone is like this. It's vibrating. Yeah, I haven't heard a ringtone in five years. Oh, oh, allow me to to. I've just figured out how to set a ringtone for individuals as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I want. I, so I want a Tud ringtone for every so time you, you go, call me. So go to a um, go to a go to a contact. Over, follow along with me. Go to a contact in your iPhone list. So, for example, go to me, Tud. Mm-hmm. Up in the upper right corner, hit edit. Right in the middle, ringtone. Contact under T. Okay. Right in the middle, text tone and ringtone. Look at that. I can give you both. Look at that. I go and then you click there, and it goes says right. Go to the tone store. There you go. Yeah, but I and then I wonder if you can do that for groups as well, because I got because we have a pact where we don't text each other unless it's you text it to all the co-hosts. I don't know if um, I don't know if our listeners know that, but we only text each other as a group. Let's see. Uh, looks like that's a little harder to do. You might not be able to do that, but who knows? Well, hang on. If you give me 10 seconds, I may have an answer for you. Chris, if you had to have a ringtone that made actual noise, any thoughts what you would pick? Do you remember your last ringtone that you were excited about that you picked up? Oh, you know, 100%. I had a, a lot, like high school, probably. I had a uh, 16, 16-bit version of the Mario theme song. Nice. Used to play. I used to love it. It was awesome. I had a few text rings, like, hey, listen. I think, hey, listen was actually my uh, my text message for a while. Um, no, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I, I just keep it on silent all the time. I don't know. I, I don't know. So, what happened? So, Obert's, go- bring Obert's back goal is to bring back ringtones. Bring back ringtones. Yeah. I mean, you're you're walking around all day at work. I bet you don't notice your phone buzzing sometimes. I got my watch. My watch tells oh, me. Oh. Buzz, buzz, okay. buzz. My watch. Oh, hey. Oh, I bet. No. I think it's big smartwatch. It's what's keeping the ringtones down. Oh, damn it! That's how they don't. <laughs> that's how they don't get their their ninety nine cents. Yeah, damn it. That's why it's a dollar twenty nine now, not ninety nine cents. Up, up it. Because <laughs> when people were buying smartwatches, they couldn't hear their phone buzz. You guys remember ring back tones? Yeah. Yeah. 
my I think my sister still has like the default one because she doesn't pick and she didn't like get a new one. So every time you call, it's like it's like God damn it, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but okay, you know what? By next week, I'll have maybe ringtones if I can remember. Yeah, I want some suggestions. The last ringtone I had um, was before I named my dog Popcorn. There was the um, the techno synth song popcorn um which is a catchy little catchy little beat maybe i'll edit in here for our listeners um that was a good made a good ringtone for sure um but yeah maybe maybe uh you know i'll solicit the discord for ringtones i want to know what people think would be a good no trolling though don't give me red solo cup give me some (laughs) if my phone rang in a meeting i would my face wouldn't be like flush red with embarrassment for this ringtone solo cup it's like already weird enough to I'll not have a default one, up. right? So it has to be like <laughs> somewhat like a normal thing, you know? But anyway, that's for the Discord to decide. Um, Tud, who's, who's handling the next handle here? Actually, no, I'm oh. not asking you. I'm the guy. I'm the man of the people. Man of people, Obert. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm going to go next. And mine uh i'm gonna go back to the old well i've been doing of cell phone games because i got another addictive one it's you know i feel like you need a different video game system than your cell phone this is <laughs> but the thing is, everybody has a phone you know if you're listening to this unless it's on an ipod um you're probably or listening zoom. on a phone or zoom it's <laughs> a good chance you're listening on a phone where you have games and this game is also available for the Switch if, and at the Epic Games Store. If you're listening on a Zoom, write in. Let's pretend I said, let's pretend I play this game on my Switch, okay? <laughs> okay. Um, uh, it's called Grindstone, and it's a similar premise to the um, uh, Candy Crush, Bejeweled, uh, Puzzles and Dragons genre. Um, okay. Where it's the color matchy thing, except it's... Um, you're like a barbarian in a cave killing uh, little gremlin monster things. And it's free with Apple Arcade. And there's no like DLC or like annoying levels where you have to like pay magic golden mushrooms to beat the level kind of thing. Like every level is fair and beatable and it's fun. And um, it's, uh, it's a good game. Like I mentioned, it's, it's available on multiple other platforms. Not Android, I didn't see. But... But I used to you know, love puzzles and dragons. Yeah, then you would like Grindstone. Um, but I'm gonna. This is this is a game that needs a disclaimer because it's like one of those mindless addicting games. It doesn't meet all my criteria because it is a little too mindless. But uh, it is fun. It is a fun, fun little stupid puzzle game to kill time with when you're waiting for a bus, sitting on a toilet, waiting on a bus. Waiting on a toilet for a bus. <laughs> These are all situations where uh, you could be playing this game. Um, How know. often are you waiting for a bus and or sitting on the toilet waiting for a bus? We don't have buses in Montana. There's one, but, you know, it's like more like a Greyhound than like a bus around town. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. But, um, you know, it's a good subway game because you don't need cell phone service for it. If you're living in one of those places where you, your trains go underground. But that's it. Grindstone. Click the link in the show notes. Um, not the one that emails somebody your breakfast, but the one for this game. And again, Epic Game Store, Nintendo Switch. You can get it other places if you have an Android phone and you're looking for a time-wasting game. Um, Chris, final handle. 
as Mopo, <laughs> I'm declaring you the third handler. The third handler. Um, so my um, my handle this week doesn't. It's not really. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a good handle, but hey, I'm gonna run with it. It's fine. Um, so there's been a big backlash on Twitch. You know, of course, a big part of my life is the Twitch community, um, and we've talked about it a little bit uh, with Kiwi, but uh, it's gotten even worse. Uh, so there's a new movement called hashtag Twitch Do Better uh, that I would like to talk about just for a little bit. It helps all streamers, um, but basically what it is is uh, there's been an influx of folks around the world that have been getting a lot of hate raids um so people streamers will will raid their channel with however many people and uh they'll just spew nothing but hate and uh um you know they'll swear at them call them names um all that fun stuff now granted as a white male uh i don't get many of these if ever um so i'm not the target audience but it's just one of those things that uh you know i've seen many stories of streamers like reaching out to twitch and being like hey this happened and like gave them like the vod and like nothing happens so like that's kind of where it all comes from it's it's twitch do better yeah it's it's terrible it's it's really really sucks and um as someone who really enjoys his time on twitch um i'd like to think that i know it happens I, i i'm not i'm not I'd like to th- I'd like to hope that it never happens again, but uh, unfortunately there are bad people everywhere and it sucks. So uh, look uh, look into it and if you're ever if you're a Twitch watcher, like you know, keep in mind that you know these these people are putting themselves out there um, in front of sometimes sometimes three or four people, sometimes thousands of people, and uh, they're people too. And uh, you know if if they do something that you don't like, you, there's no no reason to lash out at them in any way shape or form twitch is there for everybody not just uh not just gamers but you know every anybody who wants to do whatever they want so um if you're interested there's a couple articles i could put in the show notes that you can you can read about um and uh there's a movement called sub off twitch that's going through uh right now basically what it is is you know streamers make their money through subs and bits and stuff and uh there's a couple creators that say until twitch does better Instead of giving Twitch money, just like almost every streamer has a direct donate link. You can just donate five bucks to them or whatever. And uh, that way Twitch gets no money. So um, again, if you're interested, I'll, I'll, I'll throw an article in the show notes kind of explaining it all. But, uh, you know, just keep that in mind when uh, you're watching Twitch. Like, you know, and Twitch, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, <laughs> um, you know, do better. And they are trying to take steps, but it's it's one of those things that's always a long, hard process. So... Um, so that's something that's shaken up the community recently. So what are the what are the demands behind this uh, this movement? What do they want to see Twitch do? So a couple things that um, it's more control on the on the creator side of things. Um, they want they want more punitive actions towards these folks. So if they report something with adequate, you know, they can't just be like he called me stupid face, but like with like adequate um, timestamps and VODs and whatever. Um, they want punitive actions taken. They like th- those person, those people should be banned against their against TOS regulations, all that fun, all that stuff, right? Um, but then they want more more power given to the creators as far as um, banning and being able to block certain accounts because sometimes people will just make accounts for like like ten minutes old and they'll like uh, I'm reading about this one lady and like people were making accounts specifically bashing her so it would mm-hmm. be like this person is fat or something yeah and like it's like it's silly silly stuff like that and uh a couple thing a couple other things um 
Like if I ban someone from chat, right? Say you come in, you're a douchebag or whatever. And I say, okay, bye. You're not here anymore. This isn't the vibe we're going for. Um, that person can still watch my entire stream and partake in my raid. So if they get, if they're mad for whatever reason, they can stick around the whole stream, watch all my content and then bother whoever I raid. So right. It, okay. It's like, why can't, why, why wouldn't it just boot them from the channel completely? You know? So sometimes so, it's not even like evil creators being like, we're going to hate raid this next person. It's just like, sometimes it's just trolls that yeah. are just hanging on to just hate the next person. Exactly. Exactly. Man, this is uh, yeah, it's tough stuff, but it sounds like that would be an easy fix for Twitch to do, to just be like, Hey, I want to, you know, make it, make it have more controls when I block people. So yeah, I'm with yeah, this, right. I'm with this movement. Hashtag Twitch do better. Yeah. I'm and, and, and again, I am not the target audience, but I have a lot of friends that are of the target audience, you know, that are an LBGTQ and L are, um, you know, of some kind of minority or whatever it may be. So, um, it's not, it's not right. It sucks. So, um, and I, I love Twitch. I love my family on Twitch. I do, but still Twitch do better. Hashtag so. Twitch do better. <laughs> Hashtag Twitch. Let's get on this. There you go. Let's change it up. A that's little bit. the next. That's the next hashtag for when we need Twitch to be able to rate people on the point one scale. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, we'd like to thank the breweries that provided today's beers. I will go first and thank Fox Farm and Live Oak Brewing for their Grodziski Polish style smoked wheat beer. I would like to thank Suckad. I would like to thank Suffolk Punch Brewing for my medicine, my pulp prescription. Uh, New England IPA. And I want to thank Meadowlark for their peach wheat. Uh, please head over to all social media and follow us at DAWF Podcast. Also make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Um, as Obert mentioned, please head over and uh, email Jordan from Wreck My Podcast, which you had for breakfast as you're listening to this. Um, you know, don't do it while driving while you're driving a car, but you know, when you park in your, your parking lot of your office right now, I'd like you to, to do that. Just make, just let him know that you're you're there, um, and just flood his inbox. That way, he has to dig through mountains and mountains of emails just to find other non-food related emails. You do um, realize you're advocating uh, basically the exact thing Chris was talking about is bad. Yeah, but we're not harassing Jordan. <laughs> we're only sending him food related items. <laughs> okay. Uh, Please make sure you head over to Patreon and subscribe for as little as a dollar a month. You get an extra episode of uh, Drink Alone to Friends every week. And also head over to the Discord um, and follow us and join the conversation over there. Obert will be posting a few polls this week, uh, namely to find out what ringtone he should, <laughs> he should be oh, using. Oh, right. For yeah, that's more of an open-ended question, I think. That's just going to start the discussion. But there will be a Cornhole Bago poll, for sure. Um. And then also head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and a review. And make sure you're sharing this podcast with your friends, your family, and anybody else that you think may enjoy a beer-drinking podcast. And with that, thank you all for listening. My name is Tud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. Yeah, I don't think Jordan views us as harassing him. I think he just likes to he hear what people have for breakfast. That's true. I'm looking for good smoothie recipes. So if you Ooh. have any good smoothie ideas, suggestions for me, tell Jordan what <laughs> what uh, you like to put in your smoothies. Well, you, you and, and Jordan are basically the, the same form. person. I mean, he's new Obert. Yeah, yeah that's true. My doppelganger. That's uh, true. That's true. Yeah, he's like Obert with the zero. Like, I don't know. I'm alpha version. Zero, zero B3 RT. Yeah. Ooh, I like cyber overt. 
<laughs> I, gotta get that, I gotta get that handle. <laughs>